Good morning, everyone. We're, we're learning this week, the whole week. There's a, it's such a beautiful thing to start the week off with. All these people that want to be mishtatef in, in sponsoring learning. It's a beautiful thing. Everyone's encouraged to do so. So, Sarah and David Orenstein for that slach of the Bacha Bar-Mitzvah who read so beautifully yesterday, Gavriel Yaakov and David Yeshua. And Lilo Nishmat Yisachar Mendel Ben Tzvi Alter. As well, uh, Rabbi David and Ilana Singer, it's, it's, it's uh, David's um, mother's yardsite tomorrow, her fifth yardsite, Cyril Bas Harav Eliyahu. As well as for, this is, yeah, this is, this is, Leiluy Nishmas, Leiluy Nishmas, sorry, I wasn't clear. Leiluy Nishmas, your Abba, Moshe Eliezer ben David. It's the, you would say it? On Wednesday. Okay. Hashem, Hashem, and Eliyah. Hashem. And we're also going to be learning for the Fuhr Shlema of? Tov about Peril. Tov about Peril. And it's my grandmother's yardside today, so Chaya about Eliezer Shmuel. Chaya about Eliezer Shmuel. Okay. Welcome. Shavua Tov, everyone. So, if you're back, it means you weren't, you weren't that freaked out from last week. Not that freaked out, but we, we came across, upon something, which I think is a, uh, this is an Evan Yesod. What we learned last week is like, so, it was so crucial. I want you to know, I started, I wrote up the, I, I'm halfway through writing up the shear from last week. This, this transcribing the actual shear, because I felt for myself there were some fundamental principles in there about Avodat Hashem that I really can't, I, I can't move forward without making sure that some of these concepts are mamash chakuk, that they're engraved in me. I think the most important one truly really was that what is my natural reaction when I realize that which I'm lacking? Is it disappointment? Is it a taina on Hashem? Or could it be simcha that I've actually found out what it is I'm supposed to be working on? If a person can find simcha in their heart, or discover how to be happy once finding out about that which is lacking and see that this is Hashem saying, this is why you're here in the world, as opposed to saying, why would you make me like this? To me, that person struck gold. That's gold. That's it. That's... There's nothing great. Let's think about how many people spend their lives walking around trying to figure out what they're supposed to do. Then, and they get all these simanim. And they get a sign, and it's crystal clear. This is what you're supposed to be doing. But to them, what does it smell like? Ay, I'm such a nebuch. Look how I messed everything up. When Hashem is like, kind of like behind the scenes saying, are you kidding? This is me telling you how much I love you because I'm showing you what I thought of when I thought of creating you. So what we have to do, and I don't think that this is in here right now, but what we have to do, bichlal, is to try to understand our psyche. Why is it that when we find out that which is lacking, it doesn't fill me with simcha. We have to you know, think about that and be brave enough to realize that it could be, it's just some simple, basic ego. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, simple, basic ego things, right? But it could be just like Bemet, it's push, it boils down to just my, my gaiva. That's okay. Everyone has it. Everyone has it. So that was last week's learning. If I remember correctly, that was really what we were spending a lot of time on last week. And we're gonna we're gonna continue today on ot chet. I don't know what ot it is by you, Esti, in the sefer. Amut tzadik bet. What ot? Oh, it's ot chet as well. Vehen kol Okay, okay. Yeah, I confirmed with with Rav Weinberger last week. The, the, the sefer that I'm learning out of Shni Tolad. This is what this before the Belvavi took all his friends together and put it into. 
How many volumes is it? Eight. There were, I have a bunch of his farm, and I was wondering for years, well, how come they stopped printing them? It's not. They're all in Bilvavi, yeah. Nachon, they all just went under Bilvavi volume. It does, yeah? Okay. Okay, so let's... let's Um, probably like, like five or six. Yeah. I have like five or six different sperm of this. That they're all in there. That they're all in there, yeah. Now there is an English translation. I don't know how much they covered so far, if they did everything or not. I know the beginning they did. But, Baruch Hashem, we're here in Eretz Yisrael, and Bichlal, people are telling me they don't understand anything I'm saying in Shul anymore because of the, because of the Hebrew. So, <laughs> but, but, huh? It's good old pan fair. Right? <laughs> we should have a discount with we should have some kind of deal with the old pan thing. I'm gonna get you a lot of customers this year. I just got here and have Bluetooth and he says, I wish it had a translator. We'll get there. No problem. There probably is. Is it could be Yachalyot. Okay. Okay, now this is, this, is, this is really driving the point home even more. All mistakes and all failures that happen to a person when they try to work on themselves. in life, but specifically he's going to talk about avodat tikkun amidot bifrat. But specifically when I work on the avoda of tikkun of midot, which is what we're speaking about in this year, these should not give birth to sadness into a person. Once I realized this was Hashem's Ratzon, for me to fall, for me, again, you cannot say this, God forbid, big distinction over here, right? You can't say this, I learned in a safer, it was God's Ratzon for me to fall. So I'm going to wake up in the morning, and I'm going to have some Gishmak Averas, because that is, must be the Ratzon of Hashem. That's not what we're speaking about. We're speaking about once you've taken on Avodah, and you went to that Shia, and you try and work, and you're in the Parsha of working on yourself, and then the feelings come, then you say, ah, there's a Pasuk. What's the Pasuk? Sheva, Yipo, Tzadik, Vekam. Lo ani Hashem kol azman shenafalti. I am not, it's not me that's to blame every time for falling. Third line, Ela zot surata avoda v'abinyan, kima v'nefila birur. This is the way of building a building. Putting something up, it falls down, hmm, what could I do better to make sure that next time I put it up, it's, it lasts. Again, kima, getting up, nefila, birur. This word is very important. What does birur mean? In, in, uh, Clarify what what melacha of Shabbos does this sound like? What's border? It's a better word and more more. It's a sifting. So sifting. What am I doing with the art of sifting? It's not. Yeah, but it's not. It's not saying necessarily that what I did was wrong. It just means it was. It was. It wasn't enough in order to have this thing stay chazak. So therefore. I sift through the actual good that I did to see what could be done better so that next time when I do it, when I, when I do it, it lasts. 
But our mind says to us, if something didn't last and it fell, the whole thing is puzzle, treif. No. 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 It, it, it needs a birur. It needs a, a birur. It needs a, a sifting through, you know, Rav Ginsburg, Shlita. He has a whole mahalach about the tikkun medinav. There's a bunch of svarim on this, on, with the whole what's going on with the state and everything. And he's, and he's saying, this is not to say, because we see a lot of things that are really warped within the mahalach of the state of Israel. It's not to say you, you, you chuck the whole thing. It needs a birur in order so that the next stage can, can last and, and stand there. This, the Bilvavi is saying, is the mahalach of how we work on ourselves. Kima nefila birur. You could say that to yourselves all day long. Kima nefila. I will probably in Nepal. Birur. Moment of introspection. Sifting through the, what I did, which was kivyochol good, but it wasn't good enough in order for, for it to last. And that's what we're looking for. Binyan. Bilvavi mishkan evne. And, and, and everyone that falls in between those two, two species. But it's true, but definitely there. V'chozer chalila. We're in the fourth line. K'shemevinim. Shekach retzonoit barach shemo. See, when I understand that this is, this is the way Hashem designed the world, not me. I didn't design the world like this. Smechim hen benefila vehen bevinyan. Then you actually are happy when you fall. And you're happy when you get back up. You buy that? Yeah, you buy that? Yeah, you've experienced that? It's easy to say this. I'm saying, It's very hard. It's Yeah. But I'm saying, but I'm I'm talking about I'm no, but I'm not talking about in retrospect. I'm talking about if my mind is programmed in a manner that I know what you said right now. Now, okay, I know this now. I know this what we said. I know it now, and then what I experience is a nefila. Can I be besimcha? Here we have Sheva. Here we have seven times the pasuk says, right? Seven, yeah, nachon. Hen be'smechim, hen be'nefila, ve'hen be'vinyan kevan. Why am I happy with the fall, and I'm happy with the getting up? Kevan she'shneim le'tzonoid barach mamash, because the falling is just as much the ratzon of Hashem as the getting back up. Ego, leave me alone for a few minutes. Hashem's design. היצר הרע מנסה להטעות בני אדם בכל כישלון שיש להם, שהם אשמים. Right? This is what the Yitzhah does. Every time I fail, the Yitzhah says, it's your fault, you're guilty, ועל ידי זה הוא מכניסם לעצבות. And this is what puts person into a, into a state of sadness. ולפעמים מוציאם לגמרי מעבודת השם חס ושלום. And what ends up happening sometimes is that it completely removes a person from what's called being in the game. What game? Being a game of Eved Hashem. I'm still religious. 
I'm still from. I'm not an Eved Hashem. I'm not consciously an Eved Hashem. I'm not going to start the Machal Shabbos necessarily. But I wouldn't say I'm like working on my Midot in order to be a better Eved Hashem. Why? Because it's too painful. It's too painful. That, you know, when I, what, my memory of what it's like to be in a relationship with God, when I fall, burn too much. So it's too painful. So I'm going to be in this... I'll be from, but I'm not going to have a personal relationship with, 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 the, with the Kel Chai, with the living God. That sounds so sad, right? It sounds so sad. This all comes from the lack of understanding. Now he says what we said before. So again, even though we know this is like inevitable, I don't, like I said, I don't wake up in the morning and be like, I cannot wait to fall. Let's, let, me, let me just like make it faster. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this now and, and be a, a real Eved Hashem. And I'll be b'simcha, right? I mean, be b'simcha with an afil. I may as well enjoy the avera, right? No. I think the Piyasetzner Rebbe set, set it up. That's a great thing that you're saying. I think the Piyasetzner Rebbe set up the protecting padding area in the form of a chabura. When, when w- women or men you know, separately have, the, have each other to discuss and, and share and be vulnerable enough to speak about the nefilot, I think that's the greatest padding that, 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 that there is. I don't, know of any, I don't know of anything else. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know of anything. I, I think that's really what he had, what he had in mind. Especially if you learn the beginning, the Akdama of Bnei Machshava Tova. Some of you learned that Sefer with Shoshana. So, right? Was that was it, right? So he said, you know, I think you could read, not just in between the lines, but even Mamash from Mefurish from the words itself, that that really is where he was, what he was trying to set up, because it's inevitable. So if if it's inevitable. Let's set up. Let's get. Let's have a. Let's have a. You know, a pre. Uh, what's it called? Like a preemptive. Pre- preemptive strike, but a pre-planning of what it's going to feel like, and, and and make sure that everyone in this room knows you're there for each other. And you know, in our chabura, this one, there were a few attempts over the years. We've been learning Baruch Hashem for, for I don't even know how many years already together, but there were a few attempts over the years that. The women that come to Shirim like this set up a time or, or set up some kind of a setting where this can be discussed because we're, we're speaking about very high stuff in here. It's not for everybody. It's very clear to me. It's, this stuff is not for everybody. And you're gonna, it, it touches upon you know, certain chords that need that padding because it's, it's a pretty wild ride. Let's face it. This is like big, it is big leagues. So I, I'm just putting it out there again. I'm not... It's not something I'll ever force, but I, I do think it's very, very important. And with the men, we're, 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 we were stronger at a certain point in that area, and we were just busy building a shul, and, and now, and now, Ruch Hashem. Yeah? I think, ah, I think it'd be the best. I think it'd be the best. Okay. 
עבודה בלי אמונה בהשם חזקה ואמיתית, he's saying something very important here, מולידה עצבות ושברון לב. When you serve Hashem without strong and real אמונה in Hashem, you'll be sure to meet sadness and the bad type of heartbreak. What do you think about that sentence? It's a very strong sentence. Serving Hashem without strong, powerful, and real emuna will lead you to sadness and heart, being heartbroken. I can't hear you? Right, he wouldn't, right, he wouldn't say that because that's a danger also to say you may as well not, right? Right. He's saying, if, if you're, if you're going to do it, why don't you do it in a way that doesn't make you sad? <laughs> right? If you're going to keep Shabbos, wouldn't you figure out how to keep Shabbos in a way that you're not thinking about what you're not allowed to do? Build your Shabbos in a way where you're thinking, but that doesn't even come to mind. I don't know, do, do you, do you, no, this is it's too much of a, it's a question I'm not going to ask. Do people here think about what they can't do on Shabbos? Because if someone's there, they're there. I'm, I'm not asked, but... Hopefully we're, you know, we're building a world that's not what we're thinking about. But I think he's saying, if you're going to be an Eved Hashem, if you're going to, cons- if you're going to call yourself someone that's a, an active member of, 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 of Jewish society in a spiritual manner, and be an Eved Hashem and keep Torah and mitzvahs, wouldn't you, do it, wouldn't you try to figure out how to do this in a way that's not you know, destined to lead you to sadness and heartbreak? Because without strong emuna that Hashem designed it, where you will fall... Get up, clarify, sift through, refine. Without the emuna that that's the structure, you're just gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be sad. You're going to be sad. You're gonna get sad. You will you will be, you will become depressed. You're talking about Kahana? No, he's Rabbi Symes. Oh, Symes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's saying the right thing because if you are privileged and you, you don't live that lifestyle of Amuna and Amun Hashem for this reason, then it's just impossible to live. Yeah, but it's all, you know what? The illusion is that it's only impossible to live when you're a paraplegic. It's, a, it's an illusion. For uh, no, you're but you're you're right. Okay. I'm saying no. Don't worry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly, exactly. The illusion is that he he needs to choose to live that kind of a life because, right? But we don't need that. It's the it's the biggest illusion in the world. Betach. <laughs> For sure. In a weird way, yeah. it's true. Nachon, it's, like it's, it's so that's what that's what I meant. You what you said was true. I I just meant it's an, the illusion is is that it's only for him, right? You know what? To real spiritually refined human beings that are living in the consciousness of Hashem, I think they look at us like paraplegics. 
you understand what I'm saying? Who's they? And I, there are people. Why do you look at a yid that, that, that is so immersed living in New York the same way? That's it. I know because I know how you feel like that about Eretz Yisrael. Why is that? Oh, so now let's take it a step further when it comes to the Avodah of the Nefesh. So the real, real, real tzaddikim would say the same exact thing about, well, they wouldn't say it, but they would know it. Do you know what I mean? Rak avodah mitoch emunah By the way, woman I just wanna, I, I don't wanna, listen. I'm saying a good thing about you right now. I wasn't chas you understand? You're so sensitive to Eretz HaKodesh, Baruch Hashem, and the home you've built, and the chinuch you're giving your children, is that they could never, ever be immune. They could ne- they're so connected to the shorish of Eretz Yisrael, and the light that comes from your home, in comparison to a certain home that's Jewish, but has nothing to do with this sensitivity, is the same hashba'ah, now we're saying about something just the spirituality and the consciousness of Hashem in our lives. And it's a beautiful thing. But that's how it, that's how it should be with all areas of ek- ekronot adat, of what really matters about being a Jew in today's day and age. <coughs> Understand? If it wasn't clear, tell me, but I hope, hope we're being clear. I just hope that someone who has reached that level That's why I said he doesn't. No, that's why I said he doesn't, meaning maybe if we had to x-ray... The, the, not even their mind, because when they're so refined, there's zero judgment as well. But in comparison, if we would compare ourselves to their consciousness, it would seem, we would say about ourselves, that's better. We would say about ourselves, we're, we can't, we're not doing anything. We're not using anything. In comparison to them, you're right. They're, the real refined, pure tzaddikim, like Rav Cook says, they don't kvetch about what isn't. They just say, I'm going to add more light. So, no, Ruth was Medayak now. They don't look at us like we're paraplegic. We would probably, in their presence, look at ourselves and be like, how much of what I could do am I accessing in this world? In terms of bringing light. When I, when I'm in the, when I look at someone that's... You know, if you've ever met real tzaddikim, tzadkanias, real ones. So you walk out and you're like, you do feel elated, but you also like, how much am I actually doing? How much am I accessing of my, of my nefesh elokis in this world? Say that. You understand? Okay. Avodah bli emuna again. Avodah bli emuna ba'ashem chazaka va'amitit molida atzvut ve'shivron lev. Rak avodah mitoch emuna chazaka ve'etana efshar shetiye avodah besimcha. Only this very Rock solid emuna. From there comes the avoda. Will bring avoda besimcha. Uchshevdim besimcha efshal atzliach arbeim od. And now, when you do avoda sashem besimcha, what you what you accumulate, what you accomplish, where you reach is much much greater than the avoda sashem that comes from pain and sadness. Mi shelo margish mesugal avod besimcha. 
He's gonna. This is. He should have told us this in the beginning, because look at. <laughs> of course, you would know. Al derech klal asulo latchil avod betikun amidot. We're sitting here talking about character refinement, placing kina on the table, kaas, and all these things. And now he's saying this. By the way, all these things you were working on and flipping through and seeing how you could really, how you could really lead a lot. He's saying, without Simcha, you're kidding yourself. There's no, don't even bother. He said, don't even bother trying to work on yourself, on, on the things that really, really matter. And it's so funny, because when we approach the Avodah of Tikkun Hamidot, tell me the truth. If someone tried to sell me a seminar on Tikkun Hamidot, right? And I walked in like this. We're going to work on Tikkun Hamidot, as opposed to... No, we're going to work on Tikkun Hamidot. I would buy much easier the second guy. Because somehow we're programmed to think that that's what means, that's serious business. I always think like this, like when the chavar that go to America to try to recruit people for gap year programs. And you know, the parents, I don't know what, I don't know what, the, what it costs these, uh, these days. It's a, it's a lot of... You can almost go to So anyway, so so I was, I was so, so I'm thinking to myself, right? You're going to a place to recruit kids to come where the parents have to pay. I was going to say twenty, twenty-two. I didn't realize it's anyway paying that money, right? Now imagine I come into that meeting with the parents, and I and I look like. I look like this, like, we're going to do this work and it's going to be so much fun. The, it's going to be so much simcha, the avoidance Hashem, the learning, it's going to be... It's, it's, it's amazing how, like, that doesn't sell, that it's serious. And Reb Nachman said, you know, Reb Nachman says, the world doesn't take simcha seriously as a serious thing. He says, I take it very seriously. Not seriously that, that, that you, have to be ser- you have to be serious about being besimcha. Well, with tikkun amidot, it's the same thing. You have to be serious to realize and acknowledge that a simcha... Now, what's the simcha? He described it. The find. The find. The finding what I'm going to work on should breathe into me an energy of simcha as opposed to, I can't believe how low I am. This is the type of simcha that he's speaking about over here. Wow, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. When, when, When... when someone, finds, when someone finds what they want to do in this world, are they happy or are they not happy? Like when they find that perfect job. But, but, but wait a second, that means there's a job to do, which means there's something lacking and they have to do it. But they don't think of it like that. But that's really the MS of what it is. He's saying this is the simch, this, this happiness, like, this is what brings real happiness to the person, what, what should be bringing real happiness to a person when you're in the zone of... Let everything he said right now about finding what you're going, what your job is going to be like. One time I gave a shear in Holliswood, in, uh, in uh, I think it's Rabbi Penner's show over there. If, they, if you know him, oh, he's such a tzaddik. Mm-hmm. I love that Rav. I love him, Rabbi Nachim Penner. I look up to him. Anyway, he's, he's an amazing Yid. I think, I believe it was his shul. And we were speaking exactly about that. And um, 
some Rav came up to me and said to me after Shir, he's like, you know, up until now, all the pictures I ever saw, I think he said of the Chazan Ish. Could that be? He looked very serious. But he said, when you, when you taught, when you were teaching about Simcha Pnimis, based on the Baal Shem Tov, it could be that the person could look like this, but they're so happy inside. Nachon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I would say over here, simcha means filling. It makes you feel complete. So I think it's very close. I think those words are very close to each other. It's a, it's a sense of, I'm in the moment. It's, just, it's I'm with what's happening right now, and it's, this is good. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm completely with that. So Rishit, by me it's the third to the bottom line in this paragraph. Rishit liknot emuna behira. So, one of the reasons why we keep on speaking about emuna here is because you, a person first needs to acquire clear emuna. You have to acquire the kinyan of emuna. We've given many shurim on this, and Bezat Hashem, we will, because it's not something that you get and you're fixed and you're good, and now figure out the rest of life. But it is definitely something that I need in order to do the work in a simchadika manner. From this place of emunah behira. In this context, emunah behira means if you didn't have deficiencies, if you didn't have imperfections, understand something you wouldn't have been created. You wouldn't be here. God would not have wasted his time with a creation that doesn't need to do anything in this world. The way Hashem creates in this world human beings is with inherent, embedded chesronot to have a good time in this world, to figure out how to have a good time in this world, filling it, completing it, beautifying it. That's an... That's emuna behira in a nutshell in the context of this year. And only then he starts the work. And of course, with every cloud, there's a yotzer mina cloud. I don't know if he's going to go into it yet, but let's, let's just continue. Otet. yesh nekuda ikarit beyoter. We have to speak about something now, even deeper than the surface, that only if this exists, a person can do this work. Every day, the Yetzir of a person overcomes them and tries to kill him. Every day, you and I wake up, and there's an enemy. What's the enemy? In your case, sister, other side. That's what we call it. What does that mean? There's a voice. There's an energy. It's there. Now, what does that energy tell you during the day? What does it sound like from the moment you wake up? Give, give some... Huh? Ma'od? Not good enough, Ma'od, to throw out more things. 
That's one of the that's one of the most dangerous ones. What Esti just said. You have so much to do. Just be, Esti said, just be from. Don't don't bother yourself with the shtuyot. Yeah, sorry, Tal, yeah? Um, you have so much to do, why bother start? You're not going to do it all. Yeah, you won't finish the job anyway. So there's, every day, there's a Yitzro Shel Adam Mitgaber Alav. The Ilmalea Kadosh Baruch Hu Ozro, and if God wasn't helping you to overcome that, Eino Yacholo. Then all those voices win. Okay? And look what he's going to say. Harei Lanu. Shekoach Hayetze Takif. Chazak Mina Adam. Those voices are stronger than you. This is supposed to make me feel good? These voices are actually much more powerful than you. But what do you do about it? Ubederech ha-teva, en beyad ha-adam latzliach v'milchama neged Yitzro. Bederech ha-teva, meaning according to nature, you can't win this battle. It's too strong. What's that? You read ahead. But understand, again, the design of the world. This is what we're trying to say again. The, the way Hashem... All we're trying to do in this, in this room is, is talk about the design of creation. So what's another part of the design of creation? Takif means... What's that? Encompass, I guess so, yeah, that's probably a good word. It's, it's, it's more powerful. powerful. It, it's, it's just stronger. Are you kidding me, Hashem? You, you designed the world that these yetzer, that those these voices that we just said right now, they're actually more, they're stronger than me? And, he, and he's not saying this on his own. He's drawing from all the svarim of all the mekubalim and anyone that's written about the primus of the nefesh, and the Yetzirah, they all say the same thing. Yes, those voices, those powers, are much stronger than us. And that's how you chose to design the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu? So again, I can choose to stick with that taina, with that claim, in the name of being authentic, in the name of human rights, I'm gonna, you know, in the name of saving the planet, I'm gonna have this war with God about why he chose to design the world the way he did. Okay? Or... I could realize, I could start thinking, but why did you choose? In a humbling way. There must be a reason. So why did you choose to design the world like this? Since the strength of the Yetzir Hara is stronger, according to nature, is going to win. All these voices are going to parade. They're right. And you'll fall. And those voices will say, I told you so. And you're going to stand there with sadness saying, I don't understand how you could design the world like this, Hashem. So what is the takana? What am I supposed to do? If this is how Hashem designed the world. Was I created so that I should fail and inherit hell? Is that how you had it? Is that, is that the plan? So then Chazal come and reveal to us, God won't let go of you. God helps a person win the Yetzirah. 
Okay, God helps. Ulam ha'im bechol mikriya kadosh baruch hu lozer la'adam? Does God always help someone win this battle? Lo. God doesn't always. Matai ken u matai lo? When does God help? When does, what doesn't God help? Ka'asher ha'adam kore la'kadosh baruch hu u'meshatef oto ba'minuchama. Inviting Hashem into your heart guarantees a win over these voices. Thinking that it shouldn't be this hard, because I'm a good Jew, gets you nowhere. I'm, I, I pay $30,000 a year for my son. So I'm not trying to rub this out. I'm saying like, there's a machshava that says, I pay all this money. It should work. What do you mean? It, it should work. It should work. But if I invite Hashem into those $30,000 and I cry over my mat, I'm saying, if I cry over this $30,000 or whatever it is, or, the, or the, the few hundred shekels some of the people have to pay here for their kids, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. Meaning, it's not the same thing in our pockets, but it's good aliyah pitch, but it's not the same, you know, it's not the same. It's the same thing when it comes to inviting Hashem. It is the same thing, right? In every area of my life. When can I become victorious? When I invite Hashem into the picture that I'm in. Yiddish, this, is, this is our Yiddishkeit. Inviting Hashem into the picture. When I call Hashem and I meshatef imo, I'm saying I need to partner with you in this war because without you I have nothing. Only you. imo yad beyad And then you start marching hand in hand. Then God, so to speak, is, is, is waging the war with you. But if a person chooses to try to fight on their own, and it can be from a very warped, holy reason. What's a warped, holy reason that a person would choose to fight on their own? That God expects me to figure these things out on my own. I'm telling you that voice is actually much louder than we realize. It's a subconscious voice. It's, it's there. It's a dangerous, dangerous voice that at a certain point of adulthood, I don't know when exactly this happens. We mentioned this two weeks ago. We're under the impression we're supposed to figure things out in life. The root of it is absolutely the Midah of Gava. A hundred percent. That's the Shoresh of the Midah. This is a tolada, like we were t- talking about the last few weeks. This is the offspring of the Mida of Gava that I'm supposed to know this. I'm supposed to know this. I love when people say, I, I dated and now I'm ready. I, I'm ready for marriage. And how could you be ready for something that you've never done? I'm ready for fatherhood. I already had three kids. I already had four kids. Yeah, but you never had five kids. Zatomeret. Every level of life that demands me to wage a certain war against voices demands of me to realize I'm not supposed to know how to do this on my own. I have to ask, I have to invite Hashem, God, into the picture. So this is what we're trying to... And this is what we're trying to undo. But if the person tries to fight alone, he forgets to call out to God to come at him, 
בעינו נעשה שותף במלחמה זו, like Ebtzadok says, when you make your own plans, and you just let God know that you made your own plans, <laughs> so God says, אין בעיה, thank you for the notice, I'll watch from afar, and I'll see you when you finish. Yeah, you know? נכון? נמצא, like the only plan we can make is I'm planning on inviting you into the picture, and Hashem says, just do your plans right now. We plan a lot to invite eventually. Hashem says, I'm, I, I think it's best if you implement your plans now, this second, not later in the day, next week, now. Like the, there's no better time than right now to implement those plans. Nimza. Shemutal ala adam laachlit. person has to decide. Imhu be'emet rotzeh I have to decide. Do I really want to be victorious in this war? Imken... And if you are determined that you do want to, you, you must include Hashem. You must, I like the word leshatef, because leshatef really comes from the lashon of sharing, shituf, right? That, that's, that's much better. Partnership. So you should know that he for sure will fail. How do, I share, how do I partner with God? I call out to Hashem. And that He should partner with me in this war and not be under the assumption that since I'm from, it'll happen on its own. It should, it is supposed to happen on its own. So I know this is a very harsh statement, but it's a very needed statement to be screamed like, all over the world. It's a, but it's a very important statement. And we think we, it sounds so stupid and shallow, but there is that voice inside of us, especially FFBers, and definitely at a certain point, that it should be working because I'm, I'm, I'm in the program, I'm enrolled in the program. Now, it shouldn't belittle the program, God forbid. You need the program to get you to realize that the next shlav is saying, and I need you with me, no matter what. You know, we're going to tell a person that doesn't keep Shabbos, and they say, I need so much help. And you should say to them, are you going to tell them, you know, first you have to be in the program to call out to Hashem? You know, there are people that actually think like that. It's a very demented, twisted way of, 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 of Yiddishkeit, man. Wherever they are, there's never, ever, ever the most perfect moment to call out to Hashem than right now, wherever you're, wherever you're at. Wherever you're at. I'm just going to, what time, I'm sorry, I don't have a watch. What time is it? So I'm just going to read through this. It's, it's, I don't think this is too complicated, and we're going to finish this parak. Surat Advarim, Kasher Bitchila Adan Rotsela Atchila, Vodu Letakenet Midotav, Unemadi Maribona Shlam, Vomerlo, Ribono Shalam. When a person wants to begin to work on themselves, they got to stand up and speak to God and say, Master of the world, you commanded in your Torah that there's a mitzvah. It's called to cling to you. What does it mean to cling to you? To stick to your midot, Hashem. I want to make the, I want to fulfill this mitzvah and to stick to your good midot. 
וכיוון שהמידות שאתה נתת בי אינם תואמים את מידותיך, ו-since the midas you gave me are not yet fitting in and תואם, uh, match, thank you, your מידות, לכך ענייני רוצה לכוונם וליישרם ולהשוותם למידותיך. I want to align myself to you, and I don't want the other way around. והנני עומד לעשות רצונך בזה, I'm going to do your will right now through this. This is what you want. You want me, you want me to say, you want me to act and, and align my midot with, with, with your midot. I know that's what you want, Hashem. והנה לא נתת בי כוח לעבוד על כל המידות יחד, אלא אחד לאחד. Even though I want to get it all done, I know the only way to do this is one by one. רוצה לדעת על איזה מידה להתחיל לעבוד. I want to know where to begin. How do I even start? I'm asking you, grant me the wisdom. Where I should begin. This is like a mamasha, he's boded us, what he's giving us right now. Master of the world, Chazal already said, the Yitzhar is stronger than me, and if you don't help me, I won't make it. I I'm asking you, help me. Stand next to me during this war. And if you don't help me, there's no point in trying to fix anything, because I will for sure fail. That's a pretty strong statement. ולכך אני מבקש ממך כל רצוני לתקן את המידות ועל ידי זה להידבק בך. אנא, עזור לי בזה שאזכה לדבקות בך. על מה שתרגישו בעצמכם איזה הרגל עוון בהסתת... Oh, he's quoting here from the Yisod בשורש העבודה. על מה שתרגישו בעצמכם איזה הרגל עוון בהסתת היצר לחמונה ליצלן. When you feel that you've become so accustomed and your habit is to like, keep on doing something that's so messed up, when you become so accustomed to doing something and that you know it's wrong, but you think there's no way out of this because this is just what I do, consistently daven over it to get out of it. He stands as a guarantor, the safer, that Hashem will have to help you when you're consistent with asking for help. I, I tried this myself. When it came to rectifying, purifying my middles, I tried this so many times. I could see, I could sense, I could feel, I could taste. כי לולא השם עוזר לי בהתפללי אליו יתברך שמו בתמידיות, ובפרט בברכת השיבנו במחשבתי מקהילות ליבי, I see that as much as I dive into Hashem consistently, specifically, in the bracha in Shemona Esra, where we say, השיבנו אבינו לתורתך, and my kavana was, Hashem, bring me back to your midot, and I said it from such a real place, כמעט לא היה בכלותי לתאר עצמי מכל וכל בכל המידות. I stood no chance. He's saying, I, I see, I stood no chance unless I cried from my heart to Hashem to say, please let me know where to begin and what to work on. 
לכן חזקו בני אהוביי, בני אהובי בעבודה הרמה הזו, ותקראו נקראים עובדי השם באמת. You know, I think this is, this is a, this is a will that he gave his children. Huh? No, I'm looking back up now, it says Hatsava'a. Yeah, this is the will he left his children. וכן בשעה שאדם נפל ברשת המידה הרעה, אל יפול רוחו. Catch yourself, you fell, you're back into a bad מידה. Don't let your spirit fall. ויעמוד, speak to Hashem right away, right there. You don't need to first go to 80 mikvahs to go and talk to Hashem. Right there, and then, that moment. I don't have to fast for a week to feel like I'm worthy of talking to Hashem. People used to think that. It's not true. The moment is when you're supposed to talk to Hashem. ויאמר, אני מאוד רוצה לתקן מידה זו. ועוד הפעם נכשלתי, בואי, you say to Hashem, I really want to fix this. And look, I fell again. אני מאוד מאוד רוצה, הוא מקבל בלי נדר על הבא להתחזק בזה. Boy, do I want this and I'm accepting upon myself בלי... Now for the future to not fall into this again. אנא עזור לי שיותר לא אפול ברשת מידה זו. Please help me that that Lashon Hara that just naturally keeps on coming out of my mouth that I swear I'll never do again and I did it already 13 times since Shachris. Now I'm saying to you, Hashem, join me in this battle and I don't want to do this ever again. And I know you think I sound like a fraud, but I'm begging you to help me believe that I could do this. וכן כל זמן שעוסק במידה זו, and as long as you're working on whatever that מידה is, תהיה תפילתו שגורה לשונו. That means, it's a, it's a lashon from the Gemara, that the תפילה should be שגור. That means constantly in your mouth. Constantly coming out of your vocal cords. Always. שגורה בפיו. Flowing naturally out of you. שהקדוש ברוך הוא יזכהו לתקן מידה זו בשלמות. ויראה לו את הדרך הנכונה כיצד לתקנה. כל אחד יעריך ויתפלל לפי מידת נפשו. And everyone should daven as long as how they see fit over these things. וכן ראוי לברר הדברים עם עובד השם באמת. Sit with a real stark עבד השם and discuss these matters. שכבר ניסה הדברים והצליח. Sit with someone that, that did it. You know, when, when, peace, when people are trying to open up a hedge fund, Who do they sit with to know like, how to go about? Also, here it's different. People that failed, tried, failed, and Levasov built it. You don't want to sit with someone that struck their gold, you know, the luck at the first time they tried it and then it worked. Because what can they teach you? Luck? They can't teach you luck. How could you teach someone luck? But even for that, <laughs> even for that, you need davening. What? Hashem. Please send me someone that I could talk to about these inyanim that's been matzliach. So what do we see? We see two things. There is no way out of it unless you become a breast liver. That's one. And if, and if becoming someone that talks to Hashem is called breast liver, which, which I think is crazy, but that, that's someone, then that's what it is. But Bez is something else. And this is what I want to leave you with. Remember the story about that Bishiva Bacher? from the Ger Yeshiva, that was about to go back to America after learning in the Ger Yeshiva for a while. And he goes to the Kotel the night before he goes back to America. Do you remember this story? This is the most important story. He goes to the Kotel the night before he goes back to America. 
And he's davening and davening. And then he looks to the side and he's like, oh my God, that's the Ger Rebbe. So he's thinking, oh my God, this is so, I can't, what am I going to say to him? What am I going to say? Do I say anything to him? It's the Ger Rebbe, you know? And then as he's davening, he feels his hand go on, on, his, on his shoulder. He looks, it's the Ger Rebbe. And the Ger Rebbe looks at him and says, tell me, what's the greatest thing about God? What's the greatest thing about Hashem? So can you imagine attempting to answer? <laughs> what, you know, what, what a moment. And the Ger Rebbe looked, saw that the, this bucket was schwitzing buckets, right? Even though it was, it was winter, it was schwitzing buckets. So he turns to him and he says, the greatest thing about Hashem is that he never, God never laughs. Right? He doesn't know what that means. Goes back to America, he's thinking about this for months and months and months. Comes back to the yeshiva. By then, that rebbe was nifter. Now was the new rebbe in the yeshiva. He comes to say shalom to the rebbe in the beginning of this month. He says, rebbe, I, something's been bothering me for months already since your abba, the previous rebbe, said something to me. He said, what? He said, he said something to me, and I can't figure out what he meant. He said, the greatest thing about God is that God never laughs. I don't, I, what, what does that mean? <laughs> the, Rebbe, the Rebbe said, listen, it's a newsman now, right? He said, yeah. So newsman means that there'll be some Bachrim that they're not going to be showing up for Minyan. I know this is how it usually is, right? And, you know, we'll, we'll talk in the middle of Elul, and they'll say, no, 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 I'm going to get my act together. You'll see, I'm going to start coming to Minyan. And Beseda... And then after Tishrei, maybe they come to Minyan for two days, but ready by the second week of Cheshvan, they stop coming to Minyan. And they say, no, 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 I'm going to get my act together, right? This keeps on happening. And by Hanukkah, when they say, no, 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 it's going to happen, so I laugh. Why? Because I know and they know that these guys are never coming to Minyan. But a God never laughs. Meaning when you have a moment of calling out to Hashem and asking for help, Hashem never laughs because He says, ah, you tried that before and it didn't work. Whenever, whenever we call out to Hashem, no matter what we've done, what we've been through, how many times we've fallen, you think, Sheva Yipol Tzadik? Shvat Alafim Yipol Tzadik become. Whenever a Yid calls out to Hashem, at that moment, Emuna is that God is not laughing at me, then I shouldn't be laughing at myself either. I should take myself as seriously as the Rebbe Shalom is taking me right now at this moment. If we have that in our understanding of what it means to work on ourselves, that meant we're working with an arsenal of weapons to really bring about a much more, much more deeper way of, of experiencing life in this world. And we should be zochet to have enough guts to call out to Hashem and make Him our partner. Right, Shavua Tov, and it should be a strong week of learning, of simcha, of everything.